you know, here's the thing I always tell people or tell young coaches, you know, get over yourself. Sometimes losing can be a good thing. And so when you look at the big picture, I really think even though we took some losses early to level in, I really think it made me better coach and prepared for us for the future. Welcome to Why West Texas, a show about the incredible people and amazing places in our region. This podcast will tell the stories of influencers who have tapped the towering potential of the flatlands. Winds been blowing all night long. Hallelujah, sang my song. I'll be back there, wait and see. Flatlands always home to me. Welcome to episode number four. Today we are joined by legendary girls Canyon basketball coach Joe Lombard. Coach Lombard, thanks a ton for joining us. Um, I was telling you off air, this uh, this podcast has been one I've I've really looked forward to, and so I'm I'm thrilled you're you're with us today. Well, thanks, Kate. I I know just because you like basketball, that maybe we can touch on a few things that are of interest. But I'm honored that you're uh, thinking about me. Yeah, for our listeners, I I have uh, what I feel like is a really cool history with Coach Lombard. Um, he started in uh, Nazareth, which we'll get into here in a moment, which is where I'm from. And then probably my biggest claim to fame is actually my little sister, who uh, got to play for you for four four years, which not a lot of players I don't think have, have got to do. So it's uh, really cool to kind of come see it all come full circle, and now I'm getting to interview on our podcast. Well, your little sister, Sierra, was one of my favorite players. Okay. And uh, – what a great, almost as good as you were, Cade. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, what a great player yeah. for us. Four years at Canyon. I mean, yeah. we had some really good teams when she was playing the point guard for yeah. us. Yeah. Was it in uh, 2003, maybe, that y'all were playing that huge Nike tournament in yeah. Arizona? Yeah. And... Yeah. We uh, somehow stumbled through that thing. <laughs> we, uh, we beat the uh, number one team in the nation yeah. from California. And then we lost to Christ the King in the championship game out of New York City. So when we came out of that tournament, we were ranked second in the United States behind Christ the King. Well, the next week they lose a regular season game. And so we move up in the number one slot. I said, girls, <laughs> whatever happens, this is our only chance for this. Let's not lose another game. Yeah. Let's win out. Oh, it was so great. It was it was a really that was a really fun, fun yeah. season to, oh, yeah. to be a fan. Yeah. So I mean, I think most people, uh, you know, know you as this legendary basketball coach. But just tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family. Um, I know you're a really proud dad, so, you know, tell us yeah, about your kiddos. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't want to – I mean, I'm honored that uh, the basketball thing and all that is really – has been really special. But I'd rather be remembered for hopefully doing some decent things and uh, and being a fairly decent uh, husband and good dad and that kind of stuff good to my players. But uh, I grew up in Indiana, a basketball state, yeah. and I fell in love with the game, Kate. I think I was in about the sixth grade, and I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana, which is a 10 high school-type size town. Our team, Northside High School, made it to the state tournament. Man, every game was on TV. That got my attention. I fell in love with the game. I played some other sports, but basketball was my first love, and so uh, – yeah, I, and, and from there I wanted to play college ball. So I had an okay high school career at Northside High School, and 
uh, got a scholarship to Wayland and played four years at Wayland and uh, really on some teams that were just never quite good enough to be uh, what you'd call uh, uh, consistently in the winter circle. So, uh, so I learned a lot, but at that time I had no idea I wanted to coach. Uh, my uh, my thing was I wanted to go into business, so I majored in business and uh, went to work for a sporting goods store for a couple years, and I uh, got married, and uh, so the call came from somewhere, and I think I'm blaming on God <laughs> <laughs> to go into coaching, yeah. and uh, so I'm grateful that he led me that direction. So you, uh, so I have so many questions. We're going to have a hard time fitting this one in 20 or 30 minutes. But so you, uh, in Indiana, so most people around West Texas only are familiar with Indiana basketball because of the movie Hoosiers. And all, all, in Hoosiers, all, classi- all classifications yeah. played in the same kind of bracket, for lack of a better yeah. word. Is that that's really right. how it that's works? What, that, that's the way it was when I played. And I graduated in 1971, so I'm an old guy. Hoosiers, I believe, was in 54. Yeah. True story, yeah. other than the city, the town was Milan instead of Hickory. Okay. But it's a true story. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, we oh, we saw, we we basically played in front of a sellout every game during the season. Wow. And we uh, played, our high school gym was where the Pistons, Detroit Pistons started out. So 2,500 people every game, and if we had a big game, we'd go to the Coliseum and play in front of nine or 10,000. I mean, it was just an incredible experience. It was incredible, yeah, and um, I I didn't realize at the time, uh, I don't know how many people would come but just watch us practice. And so, uh, yeah, it was a big thing in Indiana. That's awesome. And uh, it's changed a little bit. It's it's gone classifications. Okay. They tell me it's not quite – I mean, it's still huge, but – you think about it. I mean, the big, the small school beating the big school. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, that absolutely. Can happen. Yeah. So you you move to West Texas to go to Wayland then. So yeah. you play basketball at Wayland. You graduate. You think you're going to go into business. So what uh, what got you into coaching? I don't know if I made this up or if this is a real story. <laughs> but your wife Babs, yeah. she was she actually started coaching before you did. Is that she right? Did. She okay. was. She started. Uh, I guess two years before I did. Uh, something like that. Uh, it's too long ago, but uh, <laughs> I was—I uh, just loved helping her with her team. And so in the summers, and uh, uh, whenever I would, uh, sometimes I'd go up and just play with them, and you know, just and then uh, I'd help Babs at home as far as the coach thing. And I was wanting to go to the gym every night. Babs was wanting to get home. <laughs> I was wanting to go up there and. And uh, so, uh, yeah, she got that got me into it. I just, oh man, it was it was became a passion. And I was, like I said, working a sporting goods store, and uh, I was spending all my time doing this, reading books. The Bob Cousy book was the first book I ever read, and uh, so, yeah, that's I saw. I, I guess Babs had something to do with that. Although, when I got offered the uh, Nazareth job. She said, slow down here now just a minute. You mean you're going to change careers on me? And I said, <laughs> she felt it was a little bit of a risky move. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's... So where were you all living at the time? When So so you started coaching in Nazareth in 1979? Yeah, the fall of 78 and the 79 was the, yeah, the end of the year. We were living in Hill Center, so I was driving back and forth. It was about 40 miles, 45 miles per drive to and from, and just a little trip through the country. But, 
you know, a lot of those nights that after a ball game, Kay, that was I don't remember going through Hart and <laughs> Edmondson and some of those places. I drove up in my little driveway in Hill Center. Uh, but uh, it was and that's I've been blessed. It's never coaching has never felt like a job. It's just a you know, I think uh you know, I think there's things that God those gifts that uh you're given I'm a, I have a passion for basketball and for coaching and and I'm grateful I get to work do do work with what my passion is so pretty yeah, cool it's a huge privilege isn't yeah, it it's a privilege you uh in so in 78 you go to Nazareth and if I'm not mistaken you coached both guys and girls that year no, I, I did coach guys and girls, but my last two years were, which were 84, 85. Okay, so you so didn't I do that till the end of your yeah, time my, in Nashville. my last two years okay. at NAS. So I had girls for seven years. Then the last two years, those seven years, I did the boys as well. And was I absolutely that common back loved then? it. I loved it. Really? Yeah, uh, there was a few guys doing it, not very many, but uh, my gosh, uh, I had Johnny Hampton as an assistant at the boys, Sandy Hyman with the girls, and they both later led Nazareth the state titles, and so I had great help. But I tell you, man, I loved it, and the uh, typical day was uh, I'd have the girls during fourth period athletics. The boys were at uh, 3 o'clock last period, so we'd work out 3 to 5, bring the girls back at 5, and work them out against the freshman boys. So we'd go, say, five to seven. And then I might bring the varsity boys back in just to shoot. So <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> we were living in the gym. You and, were in yeah. the gym all the time. And both teams were good. Both teams were successful. Yeah. So it was fun. How many years were you in Nashville total? So seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. And you went from Nashville to Canyon, is in that the right? Canyon. So it's my 33rd year in wow. Canyon. So number 40 in all. Okay. Next year will be 41. 41. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's a long time to uh, yeah. coach basketball. That's great. <laughs> sure is. Who, uh, who has been the like the greatest influence in, in your life, whether personally or professionally or maybe even both? I mean, there's there's just a, you know so many storied coaches and, yeah. and really great leaders. And so I'd yeah. just be curious who's impacted your life or in and not just yeah. your personal life but yeah. your professional life well, as well hey several i've had several people several coaches and not co- i mean just you know, i always tell people i need as much help as i can get so i i i really uh study the game of basketball so there's many people i've studied and have helped me and then i'll start first with just my wife i mean babs has taught me how to love how to enjoy the moment uh, we put f- humor or fun into everything, yeah. and so uh, there's not really the stress that uh, some people might think. And uh, but as far as coaches that influenced me, uh, I had great uh, junior high and high school coaches back in Fort Wayne, Indiana. But uh, Dean Weiss, Bob Snyder were two guys here that I really tried to pattern after. Longtime successful girls coaches in the Panhandle. Uh, Jim Wilcoxon, one of my best friends ever. He and I talked a lot of basketball through the years and uh, did a lot. He coached at Randall later on before he passed away. And so, so many people have touched my life. I just, I just, uh, just a blessing to know all these guys. But uh, who would be your favorite college basketball coach? Oh, man. At first, it was Bobby Knight. Okay. And then Dean Smith and, uh, the guy that I've studied, Cade, in the recent last 
say, 10 or 15 years is John Wooden. And not so much what he did on the court, but more what he was off the court. If I could be like one person, that's who I'd like to be like because this that guy, of course, he's way smarter than I was, but that guy is uh, a tremendous man and uh, one of the best for his players and uh, had a great uh, Christian walk and uh, – yeah, I've learned a lot just reading all those books cool. about Coach Wooden. That's yeah. cool. Do you remember the Dean Weiss shooting videos by chance? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. When I was uh, hey, little. He helped me with my shot oh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> when I got out of high school, I, I was, of course, we back then you'd play on the playgrounds. I'd play with a lot of older, better athletes, so I'd put the ball back behind my head. And uh, so I did that my first year in college, and we said, hey, why don't you put it right here under your right eye? And So where was he at that time? So he had just come to Wayland. No way. Yeah. I did not realize that. He coached that. at Wayland then. So he had been at Spearman and came to Wayland. Okay. And so that was it, probably yeah. the start of a really long friendship between so, the two. So, yeah, and then we, uh, we did probably uh, 15 years of basketball camps together oh, wow. in Abilene. And then, uh, of course, I just learned so many fundamentals from him and just – how to communicate to players. Yeah. That that uh, VHS yeah. of that shooting drills weren't, wasn't much for entertainment, but it was uh, <laughs> sure helpful on the fundamentals. It was good, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, he did a great – yeah, that was uh, – yeah, one I, I may still have a copy of that. I in there. think my mom does too. Yeah. Interestingly oh, enough, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, one of my earliest memories of you was way before you know Sierra uh, ever came to Canyon. But it was the 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 battles that you and Leveland and Randall would have at the Flying Queens Classic. You know, oh, before yeah. when that was still really at its peak. Think, thanks yeah. to y'all's teams, but yeah. there were some pretty epic Had battles. Some great, yeah, some great uh, high school girls basketball in West Texas. You know, okay, just has always been uh, really uh, popular. People like to watch it, whether the games are 24 to 22 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, You've had a couple of intensity. those games, haven't we you, We had coach? several of those games. <laughs> I can remember at Nazareth my last couple of years, Sudan got really good, and uh, the gyms would be packed by 4.30. You know, there's people lined up to buy a ticket, and school's not even out. And uh, and then of course when we came to Canyon it was leveling. Uh, at the time, the biggest crowd in the history of Wayland. We played a playoff game there that uh, over three thousand people were packed into that gym, and uh, so we had some great battles there. And you know, here's the thing: I always tell people or tell young coaches, you know, get over yourself. Sometimes losing can be a good thing. And so when you look at the big picture, I really think. Even though we took some losses early to level in, I really think it made me better coach mm-hmm. and prepared for us for the future. Yeah, and helped your program. Yeah. I was going to say, some coaches that might be listening to this might say it's really hard on a guy to coach for 41 <laughs> years and only have like what, like 125 losses. So, but yeah, no, that, that's good. It seems like, you know, this is an unfair question and I didn't even write it down, but now, now I just have myself curious. I mean, you know, if, if Let's say you had to pick some of your top three to five players. I mean, I know you've had countless numbers of really good players, and you've had countless players that may have been, you know, somewhat average at Canyon, but would have been, you know, the number one player at a lot of other schools. So, like, you've had hundreds of good players. But who are some players that really jump out to you in your 40 years of coaching that just were on a whole nother level? Uh, Wow. It's an unfair question. There's so many, Cade, (laughs) because we figured up there's more than a – 
120 that received full athletic scholarships. Most of them have played on the Division II level, and maybe close to 10 have played Division One. And so, uh, gosh, at Nazareth, uh, you know, the, for me, there were some really good players before I got there, but the Gerber girls, Lori Gerber, uh, man, just – she ended up playing at Texas Tech, but I thought Lori and Sh- Sharon Gerber, her cousin, were great players. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite players was Roxanne Birkenfeld. Roxanne was just one of those smart, slow point guards that just could help you win ball games. And then uh, Ramona Hyman. Uh, we had a great – the last two years we went undefeated and had uh, Ramona Hyman, LaDawn Schmicker, uh, Sherry Schilling, Kelly Schilling, uh, Leona Gerber. My gosh, yeah, Leona. She's got to be one of the top. Leona is one of the top players ever. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I've told some people she could be the best, but when you look at her, uh, her senior year, Kate, I remember she shot, we were undefeated, she shot 68% from the field and averaged less than one turnover a game as a point guard. So that's unbelievable. That's and then she came to WT and had a chance to go to Texas and turned it down, went to WT and and really led them for a couple of great years. So uh, you Canyon, had some dominant God. post players. You've had some dominant yeah, had post, some great players post players here. And, yeah. and point guards, you know, Candy, Canyon, Candy White. Out, I, I, yeah, Canyon, really, Amy Claiborne was one of the best, and she was here early, and she went to Texas. And she, uh, she has just recently moved back to Canyon, but – uh, she was – they named a haircut after her in Austin because she was just that cute little point guard, you know, that everybody wants to be like. Right. Had a kid named Missy Cry. Missy played at the University of Colorado. That was a big-time player and played a lot of those leveling games. Uh, no, that it's an unfair question. <laughs> we, could, we could fill up a whole yeah, podcast of just yeah. your players. I mean, some really un- unreal basketball players. I mean, I feel like – you know, you could have coached basketball anywhere, particularly, you know, as your career has moved on, you know, you, you just not many people in the game win the way you win. And so I have to assume and believe you've gotten calls from co- probably all over the country. What do you love about West Texas? Like, you know, why did you choose to, you know, you came here for college, but then you planted your flag here and, and you've been here ever yeah, since. So yeah. what is it about West Texas you love and, and yeah. has made you want to stay here all yeah, these after years? after I went to college here, Kate, I just fell in love with, with, with West Texas and it's the people. And I just, man, they're so kind and uh, you, you just feel like you have so many friends and people will help you when you need help. And... Uh, I like also it's a little bit of a slower pace, and uh, I love that. And so uh, I never really did want to move back to Fort Wayne, Indiana, even though I still have some relatives and, Mm -hmm. of course, friends back there. Uh, Nice place to visit, but this has become home. Uh, So, yeah, the people have just been awesome, and I just feel like a a blessed guy that's got uh, hundreds of friends. Yeah, no, it's true. I so my next question is you know what what keeps you motivated I mean I you would never you would never talk about these things on your own and so I'm going to I'm going to do it for for our audience but I mean you're coming up on you know you just completed 40 years in coaching 
unless I have my uh, my math wrong somewhere, you've won 19 state state championships. That's not even counting all the times you've been to the state championship. So how many times do you think you've lost in the state championship? You probably have that memorized. Uh, well, uh, somewhere around three. Okay. Uh, so you've been like three or four. to the state championship <laughs> over 50% of your career. You've won nearly 50% of them. You're the national coach of the year. National, not, you know, Emerald Globe News coach in West Texas, but national coach of the year. you coming up on 1,300 wins, and you have, you know, around 120 losses. One of my favorite statistics of yours all time is you won 1,000 games before you lost 100. Um, you know, you're in the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. I mean, you've won about as much as you can win, and yet you're still going. And well, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious, <laughs> after all of this, you know, like, why not go play golf? Or, you know, why not? Like, what keeps you, you know, yeah. in the game and wanting to compete? You know, that's a great question, and it makes sense what you're asking, Kate. I, I just still have that. You know, I still want to learn. I still want to get better. I still, I mean, I still feel like I'm learning the game. And uh, I have pretty good health, and my family wants me to keep coaching. Yeah. And uh, I just really like it. <laughs> yeah. And I have nothing to really replace it. And, and I have several friends that are retired, and and they say, well, don't retire until you've got something to fill the time with. And I, I love golf, but it... it it's just, not the same as winning, it's is it? Not the same as coaching. <laughs> I mean, I can take up a few, couple of days a week playing golf, but that's just not quite it. I'm getting close. I mean, it'll be soon. I, we have uh, have two recent grandsons born in the past year, and then we have a third one on the way. So, you know, something like that could change sure. the the outlook on what sure. we're doing. Uh, but man, I just Kate, I like it. I just yeah. like it, and so I want to. I'm not after any records. Sure. The uh, and here's the thing: the neat thing for me, I'm so grateful that I don't fear losing anymore. And early on, I, when I was at Canyon, I, I, I feared the, to lose the stress that it would bring. And so I, I don't have that type. Of, I'm just grateful I still get a coach and do what I want to do. And uh, it's an awesome ride. So I mean, I I'm curious, like you. You think of these great coaches in the history of so many different games, like a Bill Belichick and and uh, you know Nick Saban and a Coach K, and I mean we could the, there's a really long list, and you know you, you're going to disagree with me, but like in a lot of people's mind, you're that level of a coach. And when you when you from an outsider's perspective, when you look at a Nick Saban or you look at a Bill Belichick, it's like it's almost like they're so driven they don't even enjoy winning, that they're driven by the fact they don't want to lose. And what I've always admired about you is, you know, I never obviously played for you, but you're you're pretty laid back compared to a guy like that. And so, like, what is it like for, for you to lose? You haven't lost that much in, in forty in forty years. But what is it what is it like to to lose when you're you and you're used to winning? And what do you learn from losing that helps you continue to be well, the best good. at your that's thing? That's good. And when I was young, Kat, Kate, it would crush me. Hmm. Uh, when I was at Nazareth, we won state six of the seven years, but that one year that we lost, it just ate at me until we got all the way to the, the following season. And uh, so I, it just I, – I hated that, and I hated that. But here's the – like I mentioned a little while ago, and it, it carried all the way through my half my career at Canyon – 
uh, I feared losing, and I didn't like it, and it was uh, it was a stress thing, and I probably put it on my players a little bit. But uh, like I said, the last 10, 15 years, maybe more, at least that long, though, I've really felt that uh, I've changed that around with God's help. I, I just feel like yeah, I'm – I'm doing, you know, I put the priority, I'm trying to help the kid. I'm trying to help the team be as good as they can be, regardless of the win or loss. I'm just, I'm just trying to help them be as good as they can be. Yeah. Now, there's a discipline, and there's going to be, every once in a while, there's going to be that chewing out, yeah. that kind of thing. But sometimes the human response to that kind of thing. And, you know, me, as far as losing, uh, I just now, it's, I try to turn it into a positive thing where, hey, if we get beat, later down the road we're going to say, this is why we ended up being successful. We lost that game back there. Remember we had uh, 17 turnovers, and all we did was jack a bunch of three. You know, yeah. we did – you know, here's what we learned from that, and Make you can better. get better. So I like that. I like to tweak during the season and – uh improved during the season that drives me the improvement thing drives me now this this uh i could be wrong about this too but it seems like when my sister was playing you were into lucky sweaters are you still into (laughs) lucky sweaters or yeah i hate to admit that but yeah (laughs) so you still got some superstition more things than i'll admit even over the radio but the sweater thing has always been there and if we lose a game and when i was young when i started out i wore sport coats and ties well, Bobby Knight then didn't do that. He wore sweaters. Yeah. And so uh, I started wearing sweaters. And so anytime we lose the one, I don't wear it again okay. in, to a game. I wear it to other places. Your but. wife's probably thankful for how many games <laughs> you've won because you'd have gone through a lot well, of sweaters. Hey, the, the one kind of funny story was, Kate, uh, one one year at Christmas, we both got sweaters for Christmas. You know, I got three or four or five, and I think she did too. And usually – Back when then, she would sometimes approve what I wore to the game. And this one particular game, she didn't get to go home. I had to go home and change early. I came back, and we won the game. And after the game, she said, what are you doing wearing my sweater to the game? <laughs> That's great. I said, oh, my gosh. Is it? I, I know this felt a little tight, but I didn't know that was your sweater. And now you won in it, so and you have so to keep winning it. so I said, i got to wear this some more because, you know. <laughs> No, I just. Uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's there's drawers full of sweaters and uh, purple sweaters and all. Yeah, I've got a couple framed in there. That's great. Yeah, you got to hold just, on to those. So when the Hall of Fame wants all yeah, your stuff, they uh, no, they got some sweaters. Just, uh, you just want to feel good about everything when you go into a game, and that's part of it. That's great. No, yeah. I love it. Uh, just a couple more questions for you. I mean, what. What's a, a lesson or two that if you could, you know, tell your younger self? What I mean, what would you tell a, a younger coach Lombard? Yeah. Well, and one thing I tell younger coaches now is get as much help as you can get. Get mentors. Uh, get people at your school that uh, uh, don't isolate yourself and just try to make it all about you and the team. But make sure you include as many people as you can and uh, uh, make it a school thing, not just a, you know, a Lombard thing. And so try to get as much help as you can and get as many people involved as you can. And, uh, and then constantly study the game. Uh, I, that, that's a gift I've been given. I just 
I stay current with everything, and I like love to whether it's stuff over the internet now or whether it's taping the ball games. Uh, I love to study the game and watch the game, and uh, so once I stop that, obviously I'll I've lost interest and ready to move on do something else. So uh, I admire. I mean, just just listening to you these last uh, few minutes. I mean, it's just. You, you you have your passion for the game hasn't changed. And, I mean, this is applicable yeah. whether you're a basketball coach or a banker or a yeah, teacher or whatever sure. the case is. I admire the fact that you're still passionate about it, which helps you keep going. Yeah. But you, you've all, it seems like you've always been a learner, yeah. you know, from the books or, you know, whatever the case is. And, and so it seems to be really yeah. impactful on, on your career. Yeah, I, you know, lots of uh, leadership-type books I, uh, I've read. But, you know, if – I think you also have to prioritize, and so I've tried to always put God first, family second, and then the basketball or the team or the job is third, but they're all uh, closely interwoven and uh, intertwined, but uh, God has to be in everything that I do, and uh, or or I feel like I'm I'm not doing my job. I feel like I'm not leading the way I, I need to, to lead. And uh, uh, and then my family, I can't put my family second behind. And, and I know a lot of times it's real easy to do that, but that's one reason why, Kate, I never do go into college. I just, I like going home every night and being with the family. And so it had been real easy to pursue some of that other stuff and for me, but it may not have been best for for us because you hear a lot of times those people that well I wish I just would have been there while they were growing up and I I didn't want to be one of those type people yeah Yeah, that's right speaking of of your family uh you've you got two kids right and uh, both of them are in coaching so what's that been like watching watching your kids that's awesome uh Tate's at Wall High School and uh man when Tate first started uh we just talked basketball every night. We were on the phone. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I know he learned a lot from me, but I th- I think the last couple of years I've learned more from him. Uh, he's really got a sharp mind for it. And Lindy, our daughter, she may be the smartest of all of our family. And she's, uh, she's wanted always coaching those teams that were kind of the underdogs and uh, to build. And, and, uh, and she, I think she's going to – She's getting ready to have her second child this summer, so I think she's going to get out of coaching and be a regular mother and and teacher. So, have you ever played either one of them? Has any of your teams ever had to play against them? We almost played Lindy's team in the uh, what the area round or the regional quarterfinals, maybe I guess it was of uh, of uh, the five A playoffs. And uh, but each the the two years she was at Grapevine as the head coach. Uh, she lost to Wichita Falls Ryder, who had okay. a really good team. We played Ryder. Are you are you glad you didn't have to coach yeah, against one of them? Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't have been and great. And with Tate, we have played Tate's teams okay. twice in our tournament, and uh, we've won both times. But it's not. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's really just, <laughs> that much. Yeah. Even to talk about, yeah. don't really like it. I, I can't no, imagine. I'm really proud of them. Yeah. And. Uh, Again, I wish I could do as good a job as they do, but I just, eh, yeah, I just didn't really. I, I, I should like not that, that, but it just didn't like. <laughs> now you know, if he beat you, it wouldn't, it would not be the same. <laughs> well, you uh, know, same Babs and I played each other. Kate. I did not did know, you that. not know that. No. In 1979, 
It's her last year to coach. Okay. Because Lindy was born the next year in 80. Uh, she was coaching at Hill Center. You know, both of us won the state title that year. She at Hill Center. Okay. And, and um, then uh, I was at Nazareth. Well, we met in the Crest Tournament, and uh, we meet in the semifinal round <laughs> in the Crest Tournament. And uh, we win 33-32. to is oh. a horrible—the kids, though, were more nervous for that game <laughs> than any game all year long. Oh, my gosh. And uh, so when I got home that night, there's the— Doghouse in the front yard in Hill Center said, "Happy sleeping, Joe." And, uh, and I went up to get in the house, and she locked the door. Oh, no. I couldn't get in the house. But uh, <laughs> that is great. So oh, that was man. a tough one. But anyway, we both won state titles, That's awesome. and that year neither one of us had an assistant. I, I had all the teams at Nazareth that first year, and Babs's assistant retired at uh, Christmas. So here we are driving our yellow school buses down to Austin. What? Oh, man, what some great memories. And uh, that was a lot of fun. That's great. Yeah. Well, uh, I just have a hint that we call this our lightning round. These are these are just one-word answers, so really simple. I'm going to start with the bas- basketball one with you, though, because i got to know if you're a Coach K fan or a Coach Williams at North Carolina. Which one are you going to pick? Which one are you going to pick? I'm going to surprise you. <laughs> okay. I love Coach K, but I'm Williams. Oh, I want man. North Carolina, man. Oh, man. That, that uh, breaks a I lifelong like that blue. <laughs> That's great. All right, here's some easier ones for you. So what's your favorite place to eat in West Texas? Am I supposed to say something in Lubbock? No, anywhere. No, no Canyon, <laughs> Amarillo, anywhere in West Texas. Well, Babs and I, that, we do that. We eat out a lot. Okay. And, uh, so... Uh, we've got the Abuelos in Amarillo. Okay. Amongst, we've got about six or seven places we, we go rotation, to a huh? lot up there. Right. Yeah. So queso or guacamole? Guacamole. All right. Mexican food or a good old steak? Mexican food. All right. Favorite music? Man, I like everything. Everything. Yeah. I read a, I read an article about you that you 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 said a, a Lady Gaga song, and I have to admit I was a bit shocked on hey, that. Hey, Kate, did you see her at the Super Bowl? You have to admit she was really good. Yeah, and so hey, I, I tell most. people I like her voice. Yeah. She's got a voice that. Now, I don't like a lot of other things, yeah. but that girl can sing. That's great. And uh, I like her voice, but I like several people. Yeah, uh, that's so, great. Well, okay, yeah. last question. Favorite movie of all time? Let's see. I'm supposed to say Hoosiers. And that <laughs> no, would be, you don't have to. Yeah, I know. That would be up there. We go to mo- Babs and I go to movies all the time. Man, I love the Braveheart. I mo- love stuff like that. Me too. Uh, Are you into uh, like Star Wars and I like uh, Star Wars, Avengers, and all that? Yeah, in fact, the last one I saw was the Avengers, okay, and it was pretty good. That's I, great. It is pretty good. Um, but we watch a little bit of everything. Uh, there's some good Christian movies been out just recently that we watched. Uh, the story on Paul and uh, if only I could imagine. Those are two really good movies I went and watched, and then the Avengers, but. Man, I used to love James Bond. Yeah, me too. I like those. Those are good. Uh, of course, a lot of the sports movies were favorites. My my wife likes the chick flicks, so I have to you sometimes do those, that. Huh? But <laughs> I, I really like a good action movie. Yeah. Uh, good Western movies are good. What was that Western movie we saw this year? Oh man, that was that was pretty good. Back in the back door. Well, how's the, the how's the golf game? Are you getting to play any golf still? I've, I've played. 
played uh, some, not a lot this year. Are you better than Coach Hampton, or is he is he better? Man, than I you? have to tell you, I think Hampton's he's better. He's <laughs> he hits more fairways than I do. I'm gonna edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> hey, it's been a it's been an unbelievable privilege to do this with you today. I you know I uh, I hope you'll never stop coaching. I mean it's it's just. It is a ton of fun watching you. Uh, I don't have any reason to watch high school basketball anymore, but anytime I have a chance to watch the Canyon Lady Eagles, you know, I'm going to show up. I mean, the kids are always great, but, you know, watching you coach um, all these years has just been a real treat. Hey, so thanks. I hope you can hang in there and, and uh, keep winning thanks, some ball games. Thanks. Well, we'll try. I, I still like to win, Katie. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't know if we can talk about that that much, but I still really like to win. But more importantly, I just really like helping those kids now and, uh, and I want them to be as good as they can be. So if that's good enough, hey, it was an awesome year. Yeah. So thanks so much for having me oh, on. Oh, thank you. It's, it's been uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you.